0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Bully Food Challenge. Today on episode 21, we are going to talk about the difference between popularity versus coolness and how they play into the problem of bullying. I am Kelly Sorg, your host. I am also a middle school teacher and I've been teaching for the last 20 years. My middle school experience was a constant stream of bullying and I figured out how to overcome that. I've also helped many of my students overcome it as well. And that's what this project is all about, is is giving you uh, instruction about the pattern of bullying and ways to move around it and get past it. Of course, I'm not a provider. I can't give you individualized care I can't even give you individualized instruction because I don't know you personally, but I hope that if you are able to listen with a parent or a trusted adult, you'll be able to take the lessons I work on with you in the podcast so that you can apply them in your own personal situation at school or wherever your bullying problem has come up. So without uh, any other uh, things to say about that, I wanna move into the topic which is how does popularity or coolness or both play into the issue of bullying? Um, well, first I want to say that popularity is how well you relate to others and coolness is how well you relate to yourself. Okay. Kids care a lot about both of these issues typically, um, or both of these concepts typically. Um, a lot of kids really want to be popular, seen as friends with the most popular kids at school. Um, Many kids want to feel like they are viewed as cool or um, appreciated for who they are and valued by other kids. So you can be either one, you can be popular, you can be cool, you can be both, or sadly, you can be neither. Um, But there's always a way to get there if you aren't there right now. Um, coolness and popularity are not guarantees against bullying. They are, uh, a a state that puts you in advantage. They add layers of protection that can drive bullies away. And all of that is available to you. Um, namely through having a more positive self image and a more open attitude toward other kids. So that's what Coolness and popularity is, and I'll get into the details, um, momentarily, but I want you to understand that additionally, popularity and coolness can also be really elusive and hard to figure out how to get there. And that, that is so, uh, confusing that sometimes we put them on a pedestal and to the point where they seem out of reach or impossible to achieve, And, you know, we only desperately want the things we think we can't have. Um, so when you put anything up up on a pedestal, you're going to start to see it as really distant from where you are right now. And maybe even to the point where you think it's, it's beyond you, um, being popular and being cool are well within your reach. And in, in a, in, in a short amount of time, actually, you could find yourself achieving both, um, but desperately wanting either coolness or popularity right now could be bully food that's that the bully is sniffing a mile away. I was bullied in middle school because I wanted very badly to be friends with popular kids and to be thought of as cool, and I at the time didn't think I knew how to be either. But actually looking back, I did know how and I was just too chicken to follow through with it. So, A big part of my recovery from being bullied in middle school and one of my first discoveries about the the whole bully food method came when I figured out what leads to being popular and also what it takes to be truly cool. Once I figured out what those two things, kind of what the riddle was behind those two things, I was able to start shifting my behavior and my attitude toward myself and others to the point where pretty quickly in high school, I had completely reversed the bullying pattern. Um, this is a really important episode for that reason. Now I'm not saying every one of you is going to be the coolest and most popular kid in your school by next week. Okay. I'm not even saying that you need to be those things. In fact, you might hate being popular. You might hate having kids pay a lot of attention to you and think you're really cool. Um, being part of the socially elite crowd that, you know, the kids that, that are, uh, seen as everyone likes them. Everybody wants to be them. They, they, they exist in most schools. The group of them exists in most schools. Being part of that social elite crowd is demanding. And those kids, those kids do pay a price. They have to fight to stay in their position. Often they can get bullied, especially if they, if they aren't cool within themselves, they can easily get bullied. Even if they're popular, um, uh, kids who are feeling cool within themselves generally don't get bullied, but they do get challenged a lot. So it, it can be, uh, demanding to be in that position. And Also kids who have achieved that level of that, or that status within the group of the greater group of kids, they tend to be kind of weirdly advanced socially to even be in that position. They're kind of like, um, you know, the, the kids who are in advanced math or, you know, any kind of advanced academic class, it's sort of like the the highly elite social group those kids are just advanced socially which makes it easier for them to fit into that position they might have gotten uh a, you know a position within that group because they've always been friends with another kid who's more socially savvy but uh generally to stay in the most elite popular circle you have to have that competence and confidence within yourself to to be able to maintain it so um and it's just the same as if you were in advanced math class, you'd have to be kind of confident and capable of getting better and better at math or else you wouldn't be able to stay at that advanced level. Um, so, it, you know, I, I might have been able to see looking back that I just wasn't my own social skills, my own social uh, sensitivities were a little bit too tender, I think, and a little bit less advanced to actually be able to have been in the most popular group of kids as a middle schooler. Um, I had to overcome some things within myself and, and find some, um, more positive self image before I would even be able to hang around with kids like that. Cause they are, like I said, more demanding of themselves, more demanding of each other, and they have a better sense of how to handle all that pressure. So really it's only fun to be in that position. If you feel fully prepared to be in it, because it is so challenging we're talking about coolness and popularity for two reasons today. One is so you don't get caught in the bully food trap of wanting really badly to be popular or cool, because that right there, if you want something, you get more desperate around it. You get, you try really hard for it. You can be easily disappointed and it's all really predictable, which makes it bully food. And the other reason is so you can reap the benefits of, of being cool and popular in your own way. You know, that you have your own version of that and you can reap the benefits of that. So why would these uh, things be helpful to you? It's because, like I said, because desperately wanting anything makes you try too hard and knocks you off your center of balance. It's a weak position that bullies can exploit. Instead, I want you to know what popularity and coolness really are so you can make them work to your advantage. Okay. So let's talk about what it takes to be cool first. Um, Right off the bat, I want to say trying to be cool or really trying to be anything means you aren't that thing yet. So trying to be cool means you aren't cool yet. And what being cool really is, is not caring anymore about being cool. The coolest kids, the coolest people don't care about being cool. They, they don't want to be cool because they already are cool and they don't think about it. They don't care about it. And not caring allows you actually to let go of what you think you have to do so that you can be carefree instead. So instead of focusing on what you think you need to do to be cool, you're just being yourself without a care. That's what being cool actually is. Everyone wishes they could be free to be themselves. Everybody wants to be more free. And so they admire anyone who can just take on that carefree attitude and keep it going. That's the key. The key to being carefree is maintaining it. Everybody can be carefree for a second, but if they slip, if there's one slip into self-consciousness or hesitation, that's going to give you a And we've talked about this over various different episodes. I'm, I'm just going to keep explaining this in different ways to help you get it. If you announce something like you love playing tetherball with your dad after school. When I was a kid, I loved playing tetherball with my dad after school. And if I said that out loud, some kids might try to make fun of it, right? They might say, oh, you're, that's such a dumb game. We, we played that in fourth grade or whatever. Dumb thing to say. You can't, if I had suddenly cared a whole bunch that I was being judged, it would have ruined the carefreeness, right? So you have to be carefree about the judgment too, okay? So when I say, oh, I really like playing tetherball with my dad after school and they make fun of it, I have to say something like, you know, your dad must not be as good at tetherball as my dad is because I have a lot of fun doing that. The point is, is that you have to not care no matter what. You have to keep not caring. You don't care that they judge that you like doing certain things after school. You don't care what they say. You make a comment. You don't care what they care about that t- that comment. You just keep not caring that much, okay? And you have to keep it light. You have to keep it happy. Like, yeah, I guess your dad's not very good at tetherball because I really like playing tetherball with my dad after school. And you have to do what you want and how you want it without any hesitation, but still respecting other people. Okay. This means you can't be so carefree that you will violate like social norms or make other people uncomfortable. If someone, if you say something that's off, you know, um, a little off what what is normal to say or do, and someone gets uncomfortable and they tell you to stop, then you say you're sorry and you stop. But what you don't wanna do is get all bent out of shape about it and care about it too much. If somebody doesn't like it, that's their thing. You know, as long as you, you, know, you know when you're going way too far, as long as you don't go way too far and you apologize if you step on someone's toes, then don't care too much that they got a little bit upset. Just move on to the next carefree thing And if you don't like those people, if you feel like they're too, uh, judgmental or they're too, they just don't really like what you are all about, then you maybe move to the next carefree crowd, you know, like find the people who enjoy the way that you are when you're being carefree. Um, you don't want to be around people who, who make you feel uncomfortable to be yourself. Right? So Like I said, doing what other people expect or prefer is good, but it's never cool to do that just to make them like you care about what other people think to be socially aware, but don't attach your happiness or self-worth or self-expression to their approval. You're not doing it to make, make them approve of you. You're doing it to get along and be peaceful and be respectful of what you know, to be kind of like generally what people accept or don't accept social awareness is always important, but. It never will make you cool on its own. Nobody's cool because they're always doing just the right polite thing. In fact, it can block you. Politeness and being socially aware can block you if you're so uncomfortable and clenched about doing just the right thing because your aliveness and truth will not shine through when you're blocked by worry and trying too hard. Okay. You already have everything inside you that others will love and all. All that you need to do is let it shine through. You don't need to add anything to rise up. You don't need to get better at something or be uh, more important in people's eyes or tell them something about yourself to make them think you're better. You don't need any of that to rise up. All you need to do is release whatever's holding you back, whatever's holding you down so that you can lift up. Okay. It what I mean is letting go of your worry about impressing them or pleasing them. Just be yourself. And like I said, if you upset someone a little bit, say you're sorry, but let go of it at that point and either move on from that topic or move on from those people. And let me repeat, you want to be aware of what other people expect or prefer, and you should be willing to cooperate with them to a certain extent, but not to the point of being dependent on anyone else's approval, except your own. You should accept your own Uh, behavior and your own opinions and your own style first and foremost. And then if you feel like it and you think it's appropriate, adapt to what other people want as well. All right. You've got to be you, even if they don't like it, if they don't like it, they can lump it. When they appear to disapprove of you, that is the time to double down accepting yourself. If someone disapproves of you, you accept yourself double time and even emphasize the thing that they're questioning, that they're calling into question about you, and then laugh as if you couldn't care less what they think. As long as you are within the bounds of being normal socially and not being unacceptable or disrespectful to others, you go ahead and do whatever you want and don't care if someone else doesn't like it because that's them and they don't understand you deep down. They don't know who you are on the inside. You are the authority on you and you should never waver from being yourself or apologize to someone who doesn't know as much as you about yourself. Never let them tell you how to be you. You be you and let them see what that is. And if they like it, great. If they don't like it, so what? Not caring, not caring, never caring too much is the real cool. That's how you get cool. You be yourself no matter what. And even if they make fun, you just say, well, that's me and you know, like with the whole, uh, things you like to do after school, I guess you don't have as fun of neighbor kids, or I guess you don't have as good of a sports equipment, or I guess you don't, I guess you don't understand that wearing weird stuff is sometimes funny, whatever it is, just make fun of them back. Right? Like we said, if you can't laugh with them, laugh at them. All right. On the other hand, being popular, this is the other thing. This is about how much people like you. Okay. Being cool is how much you relate to yourself. Being popular is how much others relate to you. Okay. So it's how much people like you. This is the secret though. They've done studies on how, uh, on the most popular kids and looking for commonalities of who ends up being the most popular kids. And you want to know what they found out? The secret to being popular is actually how many kids you like, how many kids you appreciate and reach out to and show friendship toward. And here's, here's, this is the part that most people don't understand that they miss, that they think you have to make people like you to be popular. But we've talked about this, that's actually acting against others by trying to manipulate them into making a decision in your favor. Popular people are actually are the ones who like the most people genuinely. And how do people end up liking you? They sense that you like them, that you position yourself as on their side automatically. You find things you like about them, not by copying them or doing what they want or what they expect, not by caving when they make fun of something that you've revealed about yourself and, you know, and ending your carefreeness into a a sad state of caring too much about what they think. No, but by finding what you appreciate in them and showing them that you appreciate that. So here's my advice for building your popularity starting today. Find the kids you like, all of them, all the kids you actually genuinely like most stuff about them. Also, look around your classroom and every single kid, just take a look at them and find something you appreciate or like about that kid. Every single kid. If you can find something to appreciate about each person around you, you will be looking at them differently. You'll be looking at them through the lens of what is good about them. And, and you'll be seeing them in a more friendly, accepting way. Now, if you combine this with being cool, which remember the definition of cool is carefree about how you express yourself and the response that people give you no matter what they say or do. You just keep being carefree. If you can be carefree and also vulnerable enough to show that people that you like them, that you appreciate certain things about them, that is the magic formula. With the kids you really, really like that you think are super fun and you you just appreciate so many things about them, not because of their perceived status or how popular other kids seem to think they are, and not because they seem to like you. It's got to be that you feel like you like them. You really feel they're a good uh, fit for you, that you'd have fun with them. You got to focus on those things, the things you appreciate about them, and then be really kind to them. And remember, kind does not mean, uh, sucking up to them and, and always doing what they want. It means being honest and and open with them and giving them exactly what they deserve, which is probably just your friendly attention, asking them questions, um, telling them something that you appreciate about them directly, tell them things you like about, uh, you know, that you like about, uh, how they act at school or how they are in class or the kind of clothes they wear, whatever you want to say, tell them stuff you like to do. Ask them about things they like to do. People love for you to ask them questions and to talk about things they're interested in. Tell them you think it would be fun to do one of those things together. Suggest doing one of those things together. Just say you think it would be fun. And eventually it'll get to the point where you decide you will do those things together. First, maybe at school and then maybe outside of school eventually. Remember that every kid at school is equally worthy of belonging and having friends. Every single kid. These kids, no matter who they are, if you like them, then they are worthy of knowing that. And if they like you back, then they are worthy of being your friend. Okay. And the more people you like, the more people are going to like you back. And that is what popularity is. Even if you are the most popular person among the nerds at school, the social popular elite kids, like I said, the advanced social popular elite uh, in-group kids are going to notice that you're popular among the nerds. And I guarantee those kids will accept you eventually if you show them you appreciate them and that you're carefree enough to be yourself around them because what you think of yourself matters most. Now I'm telling you, even if you achieve a whole bunch of friendship and connection with the nerdiest kids in school, the most um, socially elite in-group kids will still appreciate that you have showed that you like a lot of people and that you have a lot of friends. And they they will really like you if you can treat them like an equal, like you can treat them like a friend and do the exact same thing with them. Show them that you appreciate them explain, you know, things that you like to do and see if there's connections, tell them that you would be into doing the things they're into doing. Any kid you like is worthy of being your friend, as long as they like you back. That's the whole point. And it's all about being yourself in a carefree way, no matter what happens, and also showing people you genuinely appreciate them and that you have things you would like to do or connect on with them. Okay. And I I tell you, I'm popularity looks the same, no matter who it is, who you're popular among or who who you're popular with. So like I said, this isn't going to happen overnight, but you're going to be surprised how quickly things will shift when you start appreciating others and showing who you really are and how you really feel without a care in the world. Um, I hope you have a chance to think about this more deeply and talk with a trusted adult about how it applies to you and otherwise have a great week. I'll see you next time.